Welcome to the Take 5 podcast from Fortinet. Um, you give us five minutes and we provide five cybersecurity tips and best practices for today's technology leaders. Uh, this podcast series taps into the experience from the Fortinet field CISO team, focusing in on the need for zero trust network access on key industries. I'm your host, Jonathan Nguendi, CISO for our cloud practice. And today we're talking with Jim Richberg, Fortinet CISO for our public sector practice, and he's talking about zero trust network access. Welcome, Jim. Thanks, Jonathan. So, so Jim, let's start off uh, with some questions. Uh, how well do you think the IT workforce in government understands the concept of zero trust? Fortinet commissioned a survey of public sector employees and supporting contractors to ask them about zero trust. 36% said it's a current component of their organization's cyber strategy, but an even larger percentage had no idea if their agency was implementing it. And nearly half admitted they didn't understand zero trust or had never heard of it. Clearly, there's a lot of room for education of the federal IT workforce about zero trust. I suspect it's the term, not the concept itself, that is the source of confusion, since the federal government was actually an early innovator in this space with networks that were segmented and need-to-know access policies dating back to the Cold War. Yeah, that's, it. that's some interesting findings there. If you could talk to those in that survey who didn't understand zero trust, how would you explain it to them? Jonathan, I'd stress that zero trust is an operating principle and a philosophy, not a network architecture. The phrase was coined as a way of describing the inadequacy of a network perimeter-based approach to cybersecurity and of horizontally flat access once you are inside the network. It describes an approach for defense and depth. Don't trust by default. Always verify a request for access. Authenticate users and devices. Grant the least privilege necessary to the task at hand. In other words, practice need to know, log, and potentially inspect all network traffic. Wow, that, that sounds pretty daunting. Is that what scares federal agencies about zero trust? Full zero trust implementation is relatively difficult. It requires hardware, software, and business process changes. And if it takes too long to verify a request, or if you set operating limits too narrowly, you risk creating massive performance bottlenecks. But at its core, zero trust is a risk management philosophy. And managing risk doesn't require perfection. I think that's why a more reasonable interim goal is to focus on intent-based segmentation, defining a user's access and activity based on business needs or intent. This can be done in static fashion, for instance, creating internal segmentation of networks corresponding to parts of an organization or business roles for particular classes of users. That's pretty interesting. So what's your advice to, to an organization that they can't move to zero trust right away, but they still want to maximize their security? The reality is that most federal organizations already have been implementing some of the underlying principles of the zero trust philosophy, such as segmentation of their network architecture and policies that grant different levels of access and privilege to different classes of users, such as visitors and contractors. To the extent that business needs and intent can be defined in advance, you can do a fair bit of basic zero trust implementation by smart network architecture and access control policy. 
Okay. Well, so what about an organization that, that wants to get beyond basics? Threats and mission requirements are dynamic, and the challenge lies in taking zero trust to the next level through implementation of more powerful capabilities such as dynamic segmentation and dynamic access control. Doing that requires third-generation technology, typically a next-generation firewall and a third-generation network access controller which means if your organization doesn't currently have those deployed, you'll probably want to synchronize your move towards greater zero trust implementation with your broader IT and security modernization plans. Wow. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of Take 5. Uh, please visit our website, uh, www.fortinetfederal.com, for more information on securing government. In our next episode, we'll cover zero trust network access for education. The Take 5 broadcast was brought to you by Fortinet, securing your digital innovation across the entire digital infrastructure, whether in network, application, multi-cloud, or edge environment.